And I'm Kamna. We are women who have struggled with body image issues and weight in one way or another. We want to normalize the struggles that we all face and find comfort in the fact that we are not alone. At the same time, we want to explore ideas that have worked for others to discover changes that might work for us. And at the end of every episode, we will create a call to action. And we encourage you to make your own call to action. So people often ask me how we got started doing a podcast. I get asked the same thing. That's so interesting. They're always like, what did you, how do you know, how did you know what to do? Yeah. It seems more complicated than it is. Well, you know we're the best. You're the brains behind all of this. Well, You're a genius. No, no. Thank you for saying that, but I'm not. It's just super easy. And you make it, when I'm, when you're, I'm watching you do all of this, I go, oh, I think I can do it. Yeah. So if you want to make a podcast, and anyone really can, Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily. Then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter where your setup is, no matter what it's like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. I think everybody should try it. Yeah. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. So that was www.spotify.com slash podcasters. Yes. Hi, Leah. Hi, Kamna. I'm kind of excited about today's topic. I I am too, and I think I texted you earlier this week. I'm like, oh, this is a two-parter. Yes. I didn't realize it until you, when you said it. I was mm-hmm. like, what is she talking about? And I got to be honest, I wasn't a big fan. Of, I was like, ooh, this topic, this is, I don't know how we're going to get somewhere with it. Yeah, we're talking about drinks, fact, or fiction. And we went in totally different directions on drinks, which of course I love, but I love this topic. I didn't think I'd love it this much. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad because it's information that we're all curious about mm-hmm. what's better what's not what's good for you what's not there's mm-hmm. a lot of surprises yeah tons, tons tons of surprises yeah but and i'm sure we forgot something so if we forgot something please let us know oh yeah uh, there's so many drinks out there i'm mm-hmm. sure we forgot a lot of them mm-hmm. yep so how was your call to i was action? just gonna ask yeah. you okay my call to action was to remove some of my clothes from my closet mm-hmm. and what i started doing was if i put it on and i didn't like it it just went into a pile oh and I was doing this months ago, mm-hmm. and I kind of stopped doing it. So they're in a pile right now. They're not away, but they're just in a pile that I can see. That I'm not really sure if I'm ready to get rid of them, but they're at least not hanging up. Does that make sense? Yes. Eventually you'll get sick of that pile, and you'll be like, okay, I'm just getting that, rid of it. Yes. Or I'm going to get sick of seeing the pile mm-hmm. and be like, dang it, no, you got to yeah. get back into these clothes. Oh. I, I'm hoping it'll go that way, but... I'm just one at a time. When I don't like something, it doesn't deserve room in my closet. Or space in your head. Right. Oh, yes. So, it it's so I'm, go, I'm I'm happy with what I'm doing on that. That's fantastic. So, yeah. I got a big fat F 
for this week? Oh, no, you I did. I failed miserably. Okay, remind us what it was. So my call to action was to take a walk after dinner. Oh, yeah, a that's A 10-minute right. walk. Um, the problem this week was it rained it was every terrible. single day. Yeah. I don't even think we had a little bit of it a It was break. horrible. It was just a bad week here in, Cle- in Cleveland. You know I don't do rain with my hair. I did not know this. <laughs> Wait, you don't? It becomes like triple the size and no. not, not cute. I kind of want to see your hair no. frizzy poof off. No, no, no. Nobody wants to see that. So I did not take a walk. I did do my regular exercise, but I didn't do the walk. I didn't get outside. I didn't do the after dinner thing. And it's supposed to help with digestion and blood sugar and just a whole bunch of things. So, so I have to put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you do like a... 10 minute walking video i knew you were gonna ask I, me or, or like come down and do something on your treadmill or i don't and i'm just curious the rain was my excuse i i make that same excuse <laughs> to not get outside and not do it because i'd rather be outside than anything so do you think part of it was your call to action was walk outside yes you didn't say do 10 minute of activity well i think i did say 10 minute a 10 minute walk you but I yeah. really meant outside because I just love being outside. Yeah. Um, I was somewhere where I saw someone walking in their basement and I thought I should have done that. But. Okay. I guess I didn't really want it enough. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> and I love that honesty. You're like, I just didn't, must not have really wanted to do it. Yeah. And I think that's okay because some weeks we make these call to actions yeah. and some weeks were great and some weeks were like, ah. Yeah. That's part of it, you know. But I think now you're le- now what you've learned from this is like either be more specific with a call to action, yeah, or um, don't let that be your weather be your excuse. No, I think it's more specificity and pick something that I'm naturally inclined to do. And I had not checked the weather. That's true. So yeah. I I if I had made the call to action with the weather in account, I probably wouldn't have picked that one in particular. Okay. That's a good point. Very good point. If it was nice outside and the sun's setting later, so I probably would have walked. Yes. And I would have dragged my husband outside too. While you're on, while we're on this topic, do you know what quote I hate more than anything is? What? There's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothes. I hate when people tell me that. (laughs) I really do. Why do you hate it? Because you know how much I hate being cold and I hate cold weather. And I can wear snow pants and a winter jacket and I'm still freezing when I go out there and walk. Yeah. I don't mind the snow. The snow doesn't bother me. Oh, I, no. I have like really thick leggings. I have snow socks. I have, everything's good. My problem is rain. Like it soaks through my shoes. Yes. It like, it makes me extra cold more yes. than the snow. And cold and damp is not a good combo. And if it's raining, what are you going to go buy? Rain boots and then walk in rain boots? And that's not comfortable and that's no. not good for your heels and your arches and your toes. No. And, Look at you're getting me fired up. We gotta change no, the topic. No, I appreciate you like supporting me for failing. So I, it's good. It's all good. I hate wet feet too. Yeah, so. I don't like that at all. Well, you didn't fail. You just you didn't plan. You didn't look at it like well enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not mad that I failed. I am just um, next week. Next time, I'm just gonna be a little bit more realistic. Okay. About what I pick. All right. I like that. All right, so where are we starting today? So um, when I was looking up beverages, the first thing that I saw was one in every four beverages consumed in America today, you know what it is? No. A soft drink. 
Really? Like, one like in four. soda pop? Yeah. One in four. Okay, by the way, there's four in my family, and my son is a is a pop drinker. Really? He drinks uh, Sprite Zero, but, yeah, and the three of us don't. So that would go perfectly well in my family. Yeah. Did you Do you find that hard to believe, or do you no. think it's right on? I think we used to drink, I think I've shared this story before, but I used to drink um, Pepsi with pizza and with Mexican food. It was fixed. Like, you're having Mexican... I can never see you drinking a Pepsi. I, I loved it. I just loved it. Okay. So, one in four. Yeah, and I don't have the same desire anymore, but... Because it makes me belch, and it makes me, like... You know, have that soda breath, and which I'm conscious soda of. Soda breath? Now i got to pay attention to that one. <laughs> never heard of that. Never. No, it's a, it's a thing that I have, so... Okay. Um. So, the average child... Drinks over 500 cans of soda in a year. The average child. That's alarming. That's more than one a day. Right. That's crazy. That's, that's a lot of soda. That's a lot. Soda leaches calcium from bones. I think we talked about this before, but an alarming fact since osteoporosis is ready reaching epidemic proportions. Okay, so I want to go into this one a little bit more. So when you say soda, mm -hmm. do you mean the carbonation is yes. what's leaching? Um, no, it's the carbonation with the the way that the the other stuff in the drinks, you know. Like the high fructose corn syrup or? There's like phosphorus. And oh, okay. Uh, there's like a bunch of other stuff in there. So when you're, okay, all right, I got that. So it, le it takes away the calcium from your bones. Yeah. So do you think you could offset it? What do you mean? By eating a lot of ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> Just try it. That's a good thought. Have Pepsi, have some ice cream. Right. You're all Root set. Root float. Boom. You got yeah. it all set. Okay. And I, I think we had also talked about this before, that the more soda you drink, the more that you crave. Yeah, I, I have totally found that to be true for myself. Mm -hmm. If I have one, I'm like, oh, where's the next one? Yeah. And I'm sure it's because there's something in it that makes oh, for me... Sure intentionally want it more mm -hmm. yeah um globally carbonated soft drinks are the third most consumed beverage okay wonder what one and two are probably tea and coffee probably mm -hmm. um it's associated with obesity type 2 diabetes weight gain leads to cavities and tooth decay mm -hmm. may cause heartburn Belching. Oh, see. Oh, you are yeah. right. You and see, you're normal. Sour taste in your mouth. Oh my God, you really are. That really is a thing. It is a thing. Okay. It may impact nutrition, lower consumption of protein, starch, fiber, and vitamin D, too. So I think when you're drinking a soda, you're consuming a lot of sugar. Okay, wait. Do you call it soda or do you call it pop? I'm not from the Midwest originally. I don't call it pop. Okay, so you call it soda. I'm a pop girl. All right. Well, you grew up here, right? Yes. So, okay, that's what I just wondered. I learned that very early when I moved to the Midwest. Was that people call it pop? Yeah. I was like, what's a pop? Do, what do your kids call it? Coke. Do they? <laughs> Probably. Okay. Want a Coke? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so I didn't mean to interrupt oh, you. Oh, no. I just was curious. So, I think when you're choosing sodas or... No, you can... No, I, now I'm going to be all conscious. <laughs> But those kind of drinks, then you're going to be not choosing other good habits. Okay. 
you know, like if you drink a lot of soda, then you're not drinking water. Maybe you're yeah. eating the foods that go along. Like for me, my association with pizza and Mexican food, it's so, like it just goes hand in hand with yeah. other things. So I'll give you an ex- a perfect example of how that's true is I very, very seldom do I drink a Diet Coke or a Diet Pepsi mm-hmm. or a Diet something. But we had it at school today because it's teacher staff appreciation week. And I was like, oh, I'm taking one today. And I normally drink at least three bottles of my water mm-hmm. in school at school. And I mean, and it's just easy. It just goes down. I drank the one can of Diet Coke and I didn't even need anything else. So not only did it, I mean, I wanted another Coke, Diet Coke, but I didn't have one. But not only was I like not even wanting my water, but I noticed that I just, it, I don't know what it was about it. It just, I was sad too. I'm like, man, I really needed to drink my water today. Yeah. And that really got that. I think that hindered it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm sure that's why some people have trouble drinking water because the pop tastes so good. <laughs> and it was amazing, by the way. I'm sure. It really was. It, it just hit, It just was like perfect for me. So then I'm just going to follow this up because there was a, a line of thought that I had that it was connected. Okay. So I've heard people say, I just really like the bubbles in oh, yeah. soda. And that's why I, dr- I drink it. So then I looked up carbonation makes any drink much more addictive. Just the carbonation in, in general. Yeah. I wonder why. Do you know why is so that? So according to Wank, I guess that must be a website, those bubbles add a small amount of acidity, which when combined with sugar intensifies the euphoric reward feeling. Oh, so I feel like I'm, it's like almost like a high. Yeah, a little bit. It's, it's very pleasurable, especially on your tongue. Oh, that makes sense. Because mm-hmm, there's a lot of nerve endings on your tongue, so... It makes sense. So you're getting a little pleasure from it. So yeah. it's no wonder when people say, oh, that hit the spot or yeah. whatever. You're like, yeah, that's why. So then I went to sparkling water because a lot of people say, I just need the bubbles. Yeah, and I can't get into sparkling water. I can't either. You can't? No. I'm a, I'm a flat flat water. Is that what they call it? I think so. I, that's tap water. <laughs> okay, so but go into what else did you discover about? So the main difference between soda and sparkling water is high sugar content or artificial sweeteners. Okay. So that's a big difference, and it may feel you, may leave you feeling tired if you sip on soda all day. So it's better to have the water because it can help okay. you kick the soda habit, because you get the bubbles. So it's a good transition piece. Um, just water with carbon dioxide gas added. Sometimes it's uh, natural flavors are added, which you need to watch out for. Okay. Natural flavors. Natural are not flavors, great. man. That's like th- they need to outlaw that. In food, they, or they need to spell out what it is. Yeah, I'm reading about it, and it's scary. Yeah, and they put natural flavors in sodas and pops and Everything. sparkling waters. And yeah. it's by the way, is sparkling water the same thing as soda water? Is that the same thing? That I don't know. Oh, I, I think just, it is. It might be. Yeah, I think because it, it has the bubbles. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and so just the caveat, the caution was to watch out for unhealthy additives. Okay. In sparkling water. Okay. Do you buy any of the sparkling water now? I don't drink it. So no, I, I so don't. you don't keep it on hand? No. So if you were to have a party, would you buy it? Sparkling water, no. No. But we often have the next two that I'm going to talk about, and then I'm going to hand it over to you, but um, club soda and ginger ale. You do always have that. Well, like if people are making a drink, yeah, a cocktail or something. You and might. you buy regular? You don't buy the diet? No. Or the, okay. I'm not a proponent of the artificial sweeteners. Okay. I'm, I'm the, in the minority in my house, but okay. you know, 
Interesting. I don't really, I'm not a fan. Okay. Um, but club soda is basically carbonated water that also contains infused minerals. So it's a good hmm. option if you're wanting a carbonated beverage. Club soda is. Have you ever drank club soda and put fruit in it? I have not. wonder if that's good. It must be because I don't think club soda is very sweet. It no, only, I, I think it's gross, isn't it? It doesn't have much taste. I'm trying to think. I think someone drinks club soda and amaretto, which oh. then offsets it so that it's sweet. Because amaretto is sweet? I think. I don't know. I feel like I want to do a real-time real time fact check right now and say club soda. What was I going to look it up? I don't even remember now. But anyway. Is it sweet and if it's a good counterbalance to yeah. adding in drinks? Club soda. Anyway. And then I went to ginger ale because you think ginger ale is a good, like it settles your stomach. Yeah, that's what you I've know. been told my entire life since I was little. Well, it, it, it's partially true because the ginger settles your stomach, but. But how much ginger is in it? Not a lot. Okay. Not I a lot. I love that facial expression you just gave me. <laughs> so ginger ale is a type of soda with added sugar and artificial sweeteners, and it may have negative health effects. Negative mm -hmm. health effects. Yes. So when when everybody that is of a certain generation says, oh, you have the flu, do you want me to bring you some ginger ale, or you need some ginger ale to settle your stomach, it actually may have negative mm -hmm. health effects. You might be better off just putting some ginger in some sparkling water that's like doesn't have any artificial yeah. sweeteners in there and making your own ginger ale. Hmm. Interesting. But that would be gross, wouldn't it? I don't know. If you like sparkling water, I don't think it would be gross. That's true. Some ginger ale is sweetened with high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. So check the ingredient list. And also, large amounts of ginger may interact with blood thinners. Did you know that? No. I didn't either. Ginger ale? Ginger. Oh, ginger in general. Okay. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. So if you're on a blood thinner, you really need to be careful about yeah. your ginger consumption? Yeah. You don't know like what could affect it, so you just need to do all the reading. I did not know that. Ginger in general can benefit heart health, headaches, nausea, as well as it's an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory and has anti-inflammatory properties. Really? I'm sure it's probably fresh. The fresh ginger, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I buy powdered ginger because I'm ridiculously lazy. Well, powdered ginger is good too. Is it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, one last soda before I, I really want to hear your list. Uh, Mountain Dew. Okay. Are, are you a Mountain Dew drinker? No, never been a Mountain Dew drinker. Neither has anybody in my family really? that I can think of. Tell me more about it. Why is, are you? Has your family? I mean, I used to drink it. Okay. It tastes good. I don't know if I know what it tastes like. It's just sweet. Okay. Um, and it's very yellow. Very yellow. You know, and it's yellow because it has yellow five. Ah, I have a whole page on yellow five. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. So it's not, not good for you, but it's highly caffeinated, and it contains tartrazine, which is yellow five. Yep. A 12-ounce soda of a cup of Mountain Dew contains 54 milligrams of caffeine. Okay. That's more than coffee. Wow. Which is a lot. And in, in addition to the high fructose corn syrup right. and the sugar and the all the stuff that they put in there. Wow. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, you think when you drink these beverages, you're like, oh, it's not a big deal. I'm just going to have a soda or right. I'm going to have a pop or whatever <laughs> it is. It's not a big deal because you don't really feel full necessarily, but you could be doing harm in mm -hmm. other ways. 
Can we talk about the weight gain, too, from that? And I know you and I both didn't look this up, but I, I feel like if I drink pop a couple days before I'm going to step on that scale, I see it. Yeah. I agree. And I don't know, is it bloating? I'm pulling my hair. Is it bloating yourself, or what is it exactly? Well, there's a lot of sugar in there. Mm-hmm. So that definitely, and when you drink these types of drinks, I think it's associated with, so if you're if you drink high sugar drinks, it's going to disturb your gut health, gut health, and increase insulin resistance, and you're going to have over the overproduction of insulin, and then it's going to have you're going to have more fat storage, yeah. and so it's it's makes sense that you would gain weight. But now, what if it's diet soda? Well, so diet soda is it's not great either, right? Um, so why do I feel like I gain weight when I have diet soda? Because the the sweeteners in the diet soda are good for weight loss, for sure. But the way that the drinks are made is they're made to be a little bit addictive. So I want more and more yeah. and more. And yeah. then when you eat those foods, you want, I mean, do you drink those drinks, you want the foods that go along with it. Hmm. Like That's right. Chips You're right. Or yeah, it's like uh, it's like a um, open the door and you're like, oh, I had a diet coke today. Now what can I have? Well, because chips go with that. Yeah, you know, or something salty goes with that. Right. When you have the salt and the soda, mm. your weight's definitely going up. Yeah. Soda, I still love it though. I'm not gonna lie, I do. I like a soda once in a while, but I've really, really decreased my soda. Me too. I I agree. I have too. I have had a same twelve pack of soda since Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, but unless somebody gives me one or I'm at someone's house, then I will have one. Yeah. But that's only because I'm a water snob and I don't like people's water very often. <laughs> so, all right. So I immediately went, when I started looking up this topic, I immediately went, I wanted to know the difference between like almond milk and oat milk mm-hmm. because I've been trying for, um, gosh, almost a year now to be dairy free. Mm-hmm. So I started with almond milk and went that route first. And for me personally, like I went, all right, let me just get almond milk. And I don't even actually know why I chose almond milk. Do you remember why? Because you it's were there. probably low calorie, low sh- no oh, that, sugar. Yeah, you know it's probably for those reasons. Probably, I I really don't remember. But so what I what I found was almond milk. The I found the pla- the positives and the negatives of okay. it. Right. So positives of almond milk, it's rich in vitamins and minerals. There's no cholesterol in it, which oh. I didn't pay. I don't know if I know a lot about cholesterol to know. Yeah. Um, there's no lactose in it, obviously. Right. Um, it's a good source of potassium, magnesium, copper, zinc, iron, phosphorus, all these things that I don't even know what your body does with them. And most of the time, it is antioxidant enriched, which I'm embarrassed to say I buy almond milk all the time, and I've never paid attention to see if it was. Oh. And I guess I should mm-hmm. to see if it is enriched with some of these things, such as vitamin E. Oh, yeah. One, the one thing said, really look for it to make sure it is enriched with vitamin E. Do you know if yours does? Can you buy it? Oh, you well, don't, don't like almond milk. I don't that's like right, almond right. Milk. And it's also um, high in omega-3 fatty acids. Oh, that's really good. Which is really yeah, good, right? We need that, and we don't get enough. Yeah, and I don't eat fish at all. Mm-hmm. So isn't that right? Am I right? Yeah. So then I really would need that. So I was like, okay, good. I'm making a good decision, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. So then I found the negatives. Okay. Okay. Which um, is poorly absorbed. It's oh. not absorbed at all completely into your body the way other like other milk products are. Really? Yeah. You're talking about dairy. Yes. It's not absorbed as well. Um, the second thing, it is not actually recommended for kids, mm-hmm. especially younger kids that need that calcium and they need right. that. So 
that doesn't matter for me, but it matters for those of you who have maybe have grandkids or young kids. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I did not know is if you have a hormone uh, hormone thi- thyroid disorder, it is not good for that. Really? Yeah, it affects your thyroid. Wow. So I would just say to anybody, and I, I did not, by the way, I'm not a doctor or do I claim to be, but I would just suggest to anybody that maybe does have off thyroid numbers to just make sure you're asking your doctor first about that. That's fascinating. I know. I felt like I needed to do a bigger, deeper dive into that. You always say that. I know. A digger dive. <laughs> do I say digger? Because <laughs> I don't know how to talk. No, you're just so into the, the I really do. I, and I usually go down rabbit holes and stuff, and I think I probably would even more if I had a thyroid problem. Yeah. So many things to be cautious of. Right. And we don't even really realize. Right. So anyway, so that was like some of my almond milk things. And then when I went to look at oat milk, okay? Oh, I'm so curious because I drink oat now, milk. Now, see, I want to get into oat milk, right? And I've been asking people, who, what do you drink? What do you like? And everybody has told me um, oat milk is more like drinking whole milk. Yeah. It's thicker. Yeah. And I don't like thick milk, but that's just me personally. And then everyone says, like, almond milk is like drinking skim milk. Right. Would you agree with that? Yeah. But in my experience, not to interrupt you, but... Uh, almond milk to me has a slightly bitter aftertaste. Okay. Which I'm not a fan of. Okay. Um, the oat milk doesn't have it, and it tastes to me much more like milk. Okay. And I have also seen videos of people making their own almond and oat milks. My sister-in-law made her own almond milk. Really? Milk. Or maybe it was oat milk. I don't remember. But I she wonder made if something. that would taste better. I'll ask her. Yeah. I'll ask her. Yeah. yeah I would want to know. I think it was a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. And I think it was expensive. Yes. Because for how many cups you get, not a lot of milk, I think. Yeah, I don't know if it's worth it to me, but some people it probably is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's oat milk. Oat milk is a good substitute for if you have a soy, gluten, or nut restriction. Okay. Which is makes sense. Well, the one thing also, you have to see, make sure that the oat milk is actually gluten-free. Sorry, didn't I? Uh, you, well, no, that was similar, and I'm, I'm checking here. I don't remember, but that is one of those that I was like, uh, oh, yeah, yes, that's one of the cons. Okay. Was it actually, or maybe processed in a gluten facility. Oh, okay. So definitely read the labels if you are an oat milk person and you have sensitivity with that. I did not know that either. I was Sorry, like, I jumped oh. the gun. No, you're you're just so um, good. You know what I'm <laughs> going to say. Uh, it's high in iron. I didn't know that. Oh, so I know that somebody just told me this week that they need to ha- their iron levels were down. That's a very good positive. Yes, that was one of the very good positives. One cup of oat milk has ten percent of the daily required iron intake, and it can pr- help prevent anemia. That's fantastic. I was very shocked by that one. I love it. So that was a good. That was a plus. And one cup is not that much. No. I put half a cup in my coffee. <laughs> uh, um, so often it's fortified with calcium, which we all need for strong bones, but you have to make sure it says fortified with calcium, which, okay. again, embarrassed to say, I haven't read my carton. Sure. I just don't. Who does? I really don't. Um, this is interesting. Oat milk is high in fiber and protein. In protein, too? Which is reported to help lower cholesterol and promote regular bowel movements. Oh, well, we all need help with that. And aid in hunger management. 
Because fiber and protein help with that. But is getting protein? That's what I, again, read the labels though. Mm-hmm. Read your, you know, and label. But I'm yeah. going to have to go upstairs and read the label. Huh. And I don't know what they consider high mm-hmm. in protein, but it's reported to help. Wow. Um, And it can also help reduce your cholesterol. That's great. So those are all positives. And actually, if I was comparing the two, I would say the positives in oat milk are higher than the positives in almond milk. Oh, that makes me so happy. Don't you think? I can't even tell you. Like, I'm, now, I know you guys can hear my pages flipping back and forth because they literally have five pages of notes on this. Yeah. But the only positive I can see in the almond milk versus the oat milk was the almond milk has a lot of omega-3 fatty acids. Yeah. Which I personally need. Yeah, I do too. I think we all do. Right. So, but the other one is like, but oat milk does help lower your cholesterol, which I think a lot of us need that. It's Did you got look fiber in it. Any other milks? No. Okay. But I do have to get to my cons on oh, this, yeah. which I didn't know this. I did not know a lot of oat milk has high in calories and carbs. Because mm. well, I don't look at carbs. Well, also oats are carbs. Yeah. So. As I wrote this, I went, oh yeah, duh, oats a carb. <laughs> but... If you're a diabetic or you're watching your carbs, that's something that would be a big yeah negative for, sure. for you. Also, um, it may contain sugar. Yeah, makes sense. And preservatives. Yeah, all those dumb. Things. So you have to yeah. check, 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 check. Um, and it also is not suitable for babies and children. Oh really? Yeah, it's not suitable as an alternative for babies and children. Oh, because it's not as nutri- nutrient oh, dense. That makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, overall, though, I. I think I'm going to have to buy both. And And do a side-by-side and compare the two. Mm. And very embarrassing enough, I want to, this is how I will make my judgment, on which is less calories. Then you're going to be looking at the almond milk. You think? Mm Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. If if I buy my, if I'm putting one cup of oat milk in my smoothie and it's 100 calories versus 35, the 35 is going to win. Well, so... This is embarrassing to admit, but I like the really thick oat milk, and I like the one that's slightly sweetened. Okay. Um, it just tastes better, better to me. I don't like the one that's really watery. I feel like it's nothing. So if I'm going to have that half cup in the morning, I, I'm having the one I like. Yeah. Even though it probably has some sugar and it has not, not. as much omega-3s. I just can't do the almond milk. And you know, one week, I did like a little experiment. I bought cashew milk. I bought oh, coconut I milk. didn't even go into those two yeah, things. But I bought them. I bought coconut milk, almond milk. Um, I think that was it. Because I knew how the oat milk was. So I tried each one of them because this is going to lead into my call to action. But I was trying all these milk, milk to see an alternative to like dairy. And I didn't like anything. You didn't like any of them. And I'm like, maybe it's just to get used to it, but no. The closest one is probably the cashew. Really? But I still didn't like it. You didn't like it at all. Now, Mm. do you drink milk just from a glass? No. See, me neither. I used to. So I feel like I can drink any of it because Mm. I'm mixing it with something usually. Well, if you put it in a, a protein drink, I think maybe it wouldn't matter as much. Yeah. So that's where I would go to the calorie point. Mm hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. For sure. But it's kind of like I just read all these positives on oat milk, and I was like, but if I'm looking at them side by side, that's better for me. Yeah. But I'm still going to go for the lower calorie. Sure. Yeah. I'm, is that vain? No. I mean, what would you call that? Not vain. Okay, what is that then? 
What's that called when you're... Being practical. Okay. I like being called practical. I really like that. <laughs> well, if you're going to have power, you just save it for something really... That's exactly what I would do. Ooey and gooey and, yeah, mm -hmm. something good. So those are my two milk ones. I did not look into other two. Um, but I I'm, also looked at tea, coffee and tea. Okay, tell me about coffee and tea. Before we finish up today. Coffee actually has a lot of health benefits. Okay. A lot. Would you say more than the negatives? Yes. Okay, good. Tell us. I have a, a page and a half about coffee. Okay, tell us then. Um, I'm going to try to read through this a little fast because there's so much facts. Decaf isn't caffeine-free, just so you know. So is there just a little bit? You'll still get... Up two to twelve milligrams of caffeine per cup. Okay. Can you get real, truly decaffeinated coffee or not? I don't think so. Okay. Um, studies show drinking coffee may decrease cognitive cognitive decline and neurodegenerative dis disorders. So it might help you stay younger, mind wise. Really. Studies show that. I don't advocate for this next statement, okay? But okay. studies show that men who drink six or more cups oh daily decrease their risk of developing prostate cancer by 20%. Why, I wonder? I don't know. It just helps with inflammation, I think. That's really interesting. Yeah. So then uh, also a single serving has 118 grams of potassium, 72 milligrams of magnesium, which most people don't get enough of magnesium. 71 milligrams of phosphorus, 4.7. In how many cups? In one cup? One cup. Okay. Micrograms of folate, 6.2 milligrams of choline, and 4.8 milligrams of sodium. Okay, so let's, let me just ask you this. Do they mean, like, coffee grinding your beans, or are we talking, like, Folgers in a can that I'm scooping out? Or does it matter? Um, it's pro They're probably just talking about coffee. Again, I, I'm embarrassed to say I've never looked at my ingredients of my coffee that I buy. Well, you, you don't really need to. But right? maybe they add stuff to my coffee. They might, but I think because it occurs in nature, it's a good product. You know, they've crushed it, or they've done what I it roasted so. the beans, and they've probably fortified them with something. I'm going to look at my ingredients when I get you home You know, it's, it's all good. And using a filter is better than not using a filter. Okay, so people who use K-Cups without a filter? No, that has a filter. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. But like, a, I think a French press, I don't know if that has a filter or not. Oh, I don't know. It's the one where you put the coffee it's and then you have the press and you press it down. And I don't know if that one, but there's some people who don't use, a, use filter. a filter. Okay. Um, it reduces risk of diabetes, prevents liver disease, and can even help fight cancer. Really? Studies show that the risk of bone fracture increased significantly in women who drink coffee. It reduced the risk? Increased, oh, sorry. Oh, increased the risk. So that's a negative part of For it. For women, yeah. For men, coffee is great. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, these men. Um, increased coffee consumption can equal increased reflux. So if you suffer yeah, with that. Yeah, so that's the negative part of it. If you have acid reflux, it's going to be. My negatives and positives are all mixed up together. Okay. Just so you know. Okay, good. Um, the unfiltered coffee seems to increase total cholesterol and using a filter may help decrease the risk. So wait, no filter makes your cholesterol maybe go higher. Right. And using a filter helps it go lower. Right. That's bizarre. Yeah, it probably just filters out some of the whatever it is in there. Okay. Um, 
If you have six plus cups, you could also have, these are the negatives. Okay. Diarrhea, insomnia, headaches, irregular heartbeat, nausea, vomiting, nervousness, anxiety, ringing in ears, and upset stomach. Okay, so that's more than six cups. Yeah. So Are we talking eight ounces is a cup? Yeah. I'm, I'm Which, guessing so. My coffee cup is not eight ounces. It's probably 12. Really? I think. I think when I make a K-cup for myself, it's about six ounces. Six? Well, that tastes the best in the Keurig. Okay. Or whatever we have, whatever machine we have. Yeah. It tastes better than the the larger. So you must like strong coffee. <laughs> well, you know I'm not a morning person. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. You must love it strong. I, I'll tell you why when we get to the call to action. Okay. Why, but All right. Caffeine in a large amounts may interfere with absorption and met- metabolism of calcium, which is why it's not great for women. Oh. Um, it's a popular pre-workout beverage. Really? So if you're about to go work out and you have a cup of coffee, it's going to help you set up for good workout. That's interesting. The next fact I thought was super interesting. Coffee has fiber. Did you know that? No, I just thought it was natural I thought it was like water with, I don't know, 1.1 to 1.8, I I don't know what the measurement is, per cup. It has actual fiber? Yeah. Huh. Not much, but uh, like some? Some. Yeah. Who knew? Hmm. Not me. Eight ounces of coffee has 100 milligrams of caffeine. Right. That's insane. And eight ounces of black tea has 50 milligrams of caffeine. That's a huge difference. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a huge difference. Um, the last thing before we go to our call to action is tea. Oh, we didn't even talk about the wine and the alcohol. I know. And the oh, my God. We have so much left. So. I know. Okay. Right? We'll, we'll finish up with the tea, and then we'll come back to this next week. Okay. Okay. So tea um, has enough caffeine to stay alert and help cognitive, cognitive performance, but not enough to disrupt sleep. So if you're looking for still a, a caffeine hit, tea is probably better. Okay. Like tea bags. Yeah. Okay. Or brewed tea. If you, like, brew your own, like, Indian people drink a lot of loose tea boiled in water. Really? Yeah. You chai. might have to make me that sometime. Oh, yeah, I can. Oh, you taught me that about chai. Yeah. It's, it's chai actually means tea. Yes. So people who say chai tea are saying tea tea. I know. I, I will never forget <laughs> when you told me that. I think I told everybody. I was like, did you know that chai tea is saying tea tea? <laughs> I think people who, I think it, that's what they say at Starbucks or those coffee places everybody says chai tea yeah i apparently i mean everybody i know says of chai course, tea because that's what we have learned do you giggle every time someone says it i love it roll my eyes not to lie oh i do so you roll your eyes a little bit i do okay um so people often think green tea is more nutritious than black tea or better for you and right it has more po- polyphenols than black tea but not as much as a cup of coffee. So polyphenols help with your gut health. Okay. So so it, green tea helps with your butt, your butt health. <laughs> <laughs> told you guys I can't talk today. Polyphenols help with your gut health. I'm not going to be able to forget I that. I know. <laughs> um, it's good for your blood pressure, cholesterol, stress levels, mental health, and longevity. And the... Ultimately, the thing about tea and coffee is that they help you sort of, in some ways, relax. So other behaviors go along with drinking coffee and tea. And maybe you're, if you drink tea, for example, maybe you 
like can do meditative type things, you know, oh. maybe you like that cup of tea to relax. Okay. It's just soothing. Or in the morning when, if you drink your cup of coffee and just like, don't talk to me until I drink. And it's maybe it's an experience for you. It is for me, my coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So then maybe it might promote other good behaviors. Too. Gotcha. I see what you're saying. It's, it's, to me, it's my, it's my calmness mm -hmm. before I start my crazy day. So the problem for me and maybe some other people is I don't really care so much about the coffee. I care about the other stuff in my coffee. So the way I the make cream and the yes. sugar or whatever it is. Okay. Yes. That for me makes my coffee. And this week I've been trying to stop drinking the oat milk and thinking that it could maybe be causing some issues for me. So a couple of days I tried to drink cold uh, black coffee. Okay. I could never. I put a little cinnamon and I was oh. like, no, it, it was not good. Okay. And then I tried to add the almond milk creamer. Not good. No. You didn't like it. Well, it curdles a little bit in the oh. coffee, which I didn't really like the appearance of that. And then um, I tried the cashew milk in my coffee and for me, it's half, the way I make it is half water, half milk, and then I boil it, and then I add instant coffee to it, and a little bit of sugar. Oh, you use instant coffee. Mm -hmm. I okay. mean, I drink the K-cup sometimes, but I like the instant. Okay. And probably because it's, it, it feels like it's stronger, a stronger okay. cup. But it balances out with all the sweetness and the, the, the wonderfulness of yeah. the milk. So I... This week, my call to action is going to be um, to figure out what to do with my morning coffee. Okay. Because I'm struggling, and it's not that I need the coffee. I'm not addicted to the caffeine. Okay. The problem is, it's become a very um, delicious habit for me. Oh. It's an experience in the morning. Yeah. I sit down, and I have my coffee, and I'm like, this is so delicious. And I just have a moment with my coffee by myself. Yes. <laughs> so... What about um, coconut oil? Coconut oil? The, or f some kind of fat. Like, what is that called that people drink? That fad that's really good? Like, you put butter in your coffee? Oh, yeah. What's that called? Uh, bullet coffee. Yes. What about that? That's, um, so I've tried that, too. Yeah. Um, not good for, not So, for me, I don't need the coffee. So, if I'm just tasting coffee, I don't, I'm not enjoying that experience. Okay. I think bullet coffee is really good because it's a good way to get fat first thing in your day, which helps promote stabilization of your blood sugar. Okay. But it's not. It's a no for me. It's a no for it's, me. Because you don't Randy like the taste. Randy would say it's a no dog. Because <laughs> you don't like the taste. I don't like the taste. I just okay. I need the the stuff in my coffee. I'd just rather not drink it. Okay. A couple of days this week, I just didn't drink it because I was mad. So you're only a one cup person. Yeah. You know what I think is so funny is that everybody and their coffee and or their tea, they have it their way. Yeah. I've never met anybody who likes it the same. I've never met two people that are like, this is how I love my coffee. Yeah. It's very specific on how people like it. When I used to drink chai, my chai would have more milk than other people's chai would have. Yeah. Because I just like it milky. You like it very, like, creamy almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just crazy that everybody... And I, I don't really think that... Well, obviously, there's no right or wrong way to drink your coffee. I just think it's very fascinating how every person I've ever met has a totally different experience with theirs. I'm very jealous of people who can drink blank black coffee. I am, too. Now, that might blank. be the only exception. People who drink black coffee are all the same. 
Yeah, I'm I'm very jealous of that. Yeah, I could never. Because it tastes so bitter to me. Do you think it's more about the caffeine at that point for those people? Maybe. My husband drinks it black. Oh, he's not affected at all. He he'll drink it. He likes it. So he does like it, or yeah. is he just like I need this caffeine? Well, he needs the caffeine, but he also likes it, and I don't need the caffeine. I do. I just like it. It's like a the decadent. Warmness. Yeah. I need the caffeine. I do, but I'm I'm a two cup person, and that's it. I was really mad this week at myself, and it made me actually think about something. So the fact that I couldn't have that coffee the way I wanted made me mad, which made me feel deprived. But it's something that I chose. So why am I mad about a choice that I'm making? So you chose to try and experiment with the coffee. And then you got mad at it. Yes. I love the honesty there. I was like, this is not fair. I want it the way that I want it. But you don't want it the way you want it. I'm, I'm experimenting to see if I feel better. Okay. So, I don't know. And I think, you know, it's the deprivation mentality that has really hurt me in some ways. Because if I think I'm not having what I want, then it makes me rebel and have something else that I shouldn't What about, like, an oat milk creamer? Have you thought? Well, that's, I think I'm going to go back to the oat milk, but I'm still going to experiment to see what tastes better. But, you know what, if you can get, if you can not have it, then maybe you... Find something else to have in the morning. Yeah. Maybe a warm cup of water with lemon in it or something. That's not exciting. I know. It's not. (laughs) It's definitely not. I'm agreeing with you completely. So what is your coffee action? Yeah, man, we still have so many more beverages to get to. This is exciting. Okay, my coffee action is I'm going to try, I'm going to buy a carton of um, oat milk and try that this week in my smoothie. And we'll see. I mean, I'm actually afraid that I'm going to love it more, and then it's going to be a lot more calories, and I'm going to be bummed. But actually, more importantly, I'm going to look at the ingredients in my almond milk, because I haven't Mm -hmm. at all looked at those. I think also um, the oat milk, if you buy unsweetened, it may not be as bad of a hit. Mine is sweetened, so. Okay. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm... kind of excited to try it and make sure they I've, I've been saying I'm gonna try it for a while so this is m- being my call to action will make me do it mm-hmm. which is why I love making a call to action with you because I, I do it I make myself do it I do and if anybody's interested to make their own call to action we have our count call to action accountability groups uh, new sessions starting in June one every week you set your goal and we help you stay on track just like we do ourselves yep and we, we also text you halfway through the week, and we check in with you. Hey, what's going on? How's your goal going or call mm-hmm. to action going? And I think that's a big part of it, too. Yeah, I agree. Because I also feel like a lot of times we nobody cares about us. We feel that way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously they care about us, but nobody is caring enough to say, hey, how are you doing halfway through the week? Yeah. Does anybody stop and ask you that halfway through the week? Uh, yeah, people do. Yeah. But not like if I'm working towards a goal. I don't right. think there's a check-in for that. And I think that that's part of it, too, is you feel like, oh, someone actually cares what I'm doing. Or or I have to report back to somebody. Yeah, that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, please let us know. Reach out to um, message us if you are interested in joining the June CTA call to action group. Yeah, definitely. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.
Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Or you can share the podcast with your friends and tag us. On Insta, you can find us at Health Coach Kamna and WW Chick Leah. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Leah's WW and Health Coach Kamna.